Welcome to the Civil War Regiments Podcast, here to provide you with the reading of accounts of the common soldiers of the American Civil War, the eyewitnesses who lived, fought, suffered, and died through five years of brutal conflict. It is my hope that the reading of these accounts will make history come alive for you and offer a better understanding of daily life during the American Civil War. Today's account is from Voices of the Civil War, Shiloh, by the editors of Time Life Books, an entry by Private Henry Stanley of the 6th Arkansas Infantry. Later famed as a journalist and an African explorer, Stanley fought at the Battle of Shiloh, Tennessee, as a teenage volunteer in the Dixie Grays, Company E of the 6th Arkansas Infantry. The illegitimate son of a Welsh farmer and a butcher's daughter, he had immigrated to the United States three years before the outbreak of the war. Here follows Stanley's account. Next to me on my right was a boy of 17, Henry Parker. I remember it because, while we stood at ease, he drew my attention to some violets at his feet and said, It would be a good idea to put a few into my cap. Perhaps the Yanks won't shoot me if they see me wearing such flowers, for they are a sign of peace. Capital, said I. I will do the same. We plucked a bunch and arranged the violets in our caps. The men in the ranks laughed at our proceedings, and had not the enemy been so near, their merry mood might have been communicated to the army. We loaded our muskets and arranged our cartridge pouches ready for use. Our weapons were the obsolete flintlocks, and the ammunition was rolled in cartridge paper, which contained powder, a round ball, and three buckshot. When we loaded, we had to tear the paper with our teeth, empty a little powder into the pan, lock it, empty the rest of the powder into the barrel, press paper and ball into the muzzle, and ram home. Then the orderly sergeant called the roll, and we knew that the Dixie Grays were present to a man. Soon after, there was a commotion, and we dressed up smartly. A young aide galloped along our front, gave some instructions to Brigadier Heinemann, who confided the same to his colonels, and presently we swayed forward in line with shouldered arms. Newton's story, big, broad, and straight, bore our company banner of gay silk, at which the ladies of our neighborhood had labored. As we tramped, Solemnly and silently through the thin forest and over its grass, still in its withered and wintry hue, I noticed that the sun was not far from appearing, that our regiment was keeping this formation admirably, that the woods would have been a grand place for a picnic, and I thought it strange that a Sunday should have been chosen to disturb the holy calm of those woods. Before we had gone five hundred paces, our serenity was disturbed by some desultory firing in front. It was then a quarter past five. They are at it already, we whispered to each other. Stand by, gentlemen, for we were all gentlemen volunteers at this time, said our captain, L.G. Smith. Our steps became unconsciously brisker, and alertness was noticeable in everybody. The firing continued at intervals, deliberate and scattered as at target practice. We drew nearer to the firing, and soon a sharper rattling of musketry was heard. This is the enemy waking up, we said. Within a few minutes, 
there was another explosive burst of musketry. The air was pierced by many missiles, which hummed and pinged sharply by our ears, pattered through the treetops, and brought twigs and leaves down on us. Those are bullets, Henry whispered with awe. Private Henry Stanley, 6th Arkansas Infantry, 